Welcome to the Energetic Radio Podcast. My name is Dale Sidebottom. Each week, I'll bring you inspirational guests who will help you bring fun, energy, and purpose into your lives. Let the show begin. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. This is episode number 254 with Annika Sorensen. How are you, Annika? Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show. Very, so nice. My absolute pleasure. My absolute pleasure. Now, we're going to talk a lot about stress today, but before we do that, um, I'm so impressed with your resume. You've been a medical doctor, you're a calm uh, catalyst, you're a speaker, you're an author, you're a stress strategist. <sighs> Where, <laughs> what haven't you done, Annika? So just, I suppose for my listeners, do you want to maybe paint the picture of your background and, and give them a little bit of an idea of everything you've done and, and what's led you to where you are today? Yeah, sure. Um, Well, I've been a doctor most of my life. I didn't get into med school to begin with. uh, So I had to try really hard. And that was a big life lesson for me to how do you really get get what you want. And, um, and then I found med school was really, I loved it, because I've been striving for that for such a long time and then now I was gonna go out and save the world Uh, then unfortunately I had a very big stress um, coming on me right when I was gonna start working uh, because I lost my brother and our first child within one week into they were sick both of them in different uh, in different ways so it, it, there was no real connection but it just coincided and i was just to take my medical exam that was that was the big stress biggest stress i can ever imagine and i think that formed me very much for what i have done as a doctor and what i have what i strive for now because i see it's possible to get out of even the worst situations. Uh, I met patients over the years. I mean, I've been working as a doctor for just about 30 years. Uh, so I've met quite a few and you, I, I've seen how you can get stuck or how you can go on. And uh, we had three more beautiful ladies today, girls. Uh, so I am really, we say blessed with yeah. With, with my children, even though we had this uh, bad <clears throat> experience. And uh, working with three kids at home, a full-time job as a doctor, the whole household, everything, you know, that almost put me into the stress wall again. <laughs> and <clears throat> so, so it's, uh, I, I just, I knew there was a way not to get into it so I took a step back instead and took a course in stress management yeah I was just gonna save myself that was my only only purpose and uh, I did save myself I started my company Ask Dr. Annika uh, and um, started to learn more also (laughs) not only my personal experience and what my patient has said and what I've seen and you know all the things that you you uh, that I could see from that, but I also started to study about stress. What is it? Why is it like this? And what can we really do? 
so that's how I got into it. And uh, I just love stress because I see it. It's so simple in a way. The basics is so simple, but it's so hard to live it. Oh, like I, I know exactly what you're saying, and I haven't. I've never heard anybody say they love stress, but I'm excited <laughs> because I know that I know you're going to be able to help people with that. Now, just if you don't mind me going back a second, how, how did you? What? How did you overcome? You know, losing a child and your brother because, uh, like that's traumatic, and that that's it's so it's so nice to see you now how happy you are and where you've been able to come from from your experiences, but. What were some of the, the things you did to be able to, you know, move on and, and be where you are now? Uh, first of all, I took help <clears throat> because some people don't want, they say, I'm going to do this myself. I think we do need help in these situations. Uh, but first of all, I had people helping me to drag me out <clears throat> to, to kind of just go out on the street to, to show myself I bought a, a black dress. I've never had anything black before. I haven't had anything black after. I'm not a black <laughs> dress lady. I I have a dark blue. <laughs> I can see. <laughs> uh, so uh, so I it it helped me to grieve uh, because I had that on for 14 days and it was kind of a letting it. Letting it out, or just be, just being in whatever it was, and um, and not minding what everybody else said. And then I also started with. I've always taken fairly good care of my health before, but now I really started to, you know, take walks because that's so good for your mind. You think so much better and you come up with all these ideas and you see things much clearer. Uh, I ate uh, regular food, just ordinary food, and uh, was very uh, conscious about uh, my sleep to get to, to get my sleep. And those were the three really the three things and surrounding myself with with those friends who were not too scared to be with me because there were so many people who just walked to the other side of the street because they couldn't really, they didn't know what to say. Yeah. So we and lost with, friends. Yeah. But with, with that, like, and sometimes saying something is even when you don't know what to say is better than not saying anything at all, isn't it? Absolutely. And you don't have really to say anything. You can just say, I, uh, I see you, I hear you. Um, I'm so sorry. You don't have to say anything more. Uh, it, it people come up with all kinds of things. I mean, I had someone who had children herself say, "Well, just forget her and get a new one." Oh, a and I mean, oh, that's you, not very you empathetic. Oh, you don't say that to someone who just lost her child. I mean, but there are all kinds of people. Yeah, and uh, uh, also people. Uh, we I I talked to a lot of people, and they we talked about being a victim, and I'm not the victim kind of person. I've never been that the victim kind of person before, and I didn't want to get in there. And after being seeing all these patients over the years, I've seen so many victims who. Mm. 
something happened and they just ended up in a corner and they are still in that corner and they it, they pitied themselves to death yeah yeah I, and i i know what what you're saying like by you know eating well walking and sleeping it, they're so basic like it, it is so mm-hmm. basic but when people are in that state they they forget the basics don't they like that that just sort of goes uh, like it sounds so simple to do but that's because we're not in that state at the moment when somebody is you can't just tell them it it's a really hard thing that they have to figure it out themselves and I suppose what you're saying is when people are a victim how do they switch like click that switch and figure it out they don't Mm. I mean it's very hard it's very when you are really a victim it's very hard to turn them around and you re, you just have to show and show and show and they like you said they have to figure it out themselves yeah. you can none of this work at all none of it when you talk about stress management or how we care for ourselves can be done by somebody else you know you have all these services out there on the uh, social media on <clears throat> making courses or whatever and they say oh here you have it's done for you this work can't be done for you it just yeah. can't you have to do it yourself but you can take someone's hand and walk with them and kind of see the little things one by one and figure it out and then all of a sudden it says aha yeah. That's where you want people to come to. That <laughs> you get get that light bulb moment. Now, I would I do want to talk a little bit more about that, Annika. But the last thing I want to think about is I've never heard of, and I love the reference that you bought a black dress. You've never bought one since. Was that like did that work as like a uniform or something that do you know what I mean? Like you had fourteen days or however long it took. What was what was the sort of the thinking or the process behind the black dress and um, you know. Can you? I've never heard of that. Can you explain that a little bit more to me? Uh, to me, it was kind of a statement. I'm in um, in sorrow. Yep. You you just treat me for what I am right now. Uh, so I just wanted to tell the world that uh, don't try to be funny right now because. Yeah. I, I am wearing this black dress and I mean most people don't even know didn't even know that I was wearing it for that reason because a black dress is very normal very normal <laughs> but but that it was it was a statement and uh, maybe you could call it some kind of help for my own mind to see that it, it's okay to be like this right now yeah and, and that's sort of what I was thinking it was. It was, yes, other people could see that, but it was probably more for yourself to allow yourself to be in that state, to be in a morning. While you had that dress on, it was all right. You were able to deal with it and then move on, I suppose, as much as you could. Yeah, well, you could say that was my my time of being um, a victim, kind yeah. of. You know, it's part of this uh, the process, the grief process. <clears throat> Yeah. You, so you are allowed to be a victim for for a while you, you are and i suppose that's a beautiful thing about a dress you can take it off whereas a lot yeah. of other people don't have a have a dress or <laughs> some item of clothing and, and they stay that victim um so in your practice i know obviously um that you you experiences with clients made you 
realize that you wanted to help them or, or step into the stress side of things more? Was it just because you saw so many victims and it was just becoming too much? Or do you want to explain that, that aspect and what made you, you know, sort of step away and, and focus really solely on working with leaders and, and around stress? Because stress is everywhere. But um, what was the experience you had in your general practice? You see, what I realized fairly soon when I started to work as a doctor is that those 75, 80, 85% of what people come with to the healthcare clinic is lifestyle related. <clears throat> and um, and that, that leaves just a very small amount that is really biologically yeah. <clears throat> that you can't really do anything about because those are there, okay, right? Uh, and um, the more I, in the beginning, I wasn't really thinking, I, I kind of saw them as victims too. I didn't really see the, the difference. I saw that it's sad for that person to have all this diabetes and heart disease and, you know, whatever. And it was <clears throat> so many things at the same time. And then uh, I realized that, if they did take care of themselves and not having me to tell them all the time, they would be in such a much better state. <clears throat> but as a doctor, you are not allowed or you're not supposed <laughs> to tell them, you know, in a, in a, in that kind of a way. You, I mean, I do tell them that they have to take care of themselves and that they have to do the job, but you have to <clears throat> do it in a very manner way, kind of. Do you wish? Do you wish you could just tell them the truth and say this is your fault? <laughs> well, um, I don't. Yeah, why? In general, you could, could say that would be a thing, but I, I don't. I don't say that to anybody because that's oh, I know, not me. I know. I it's know. not my kind of language and not my kind way of doing it. But of course, you can think that it's your own fault. <laughs> and, and I re just realized that there is so much we can do. Uh, and I wasn't, I took a, this course in stress management just to save myself. And, and I realized that all the things that I learned, I knew from the beginning, but I haven't really just internalized it in that order or in that sense or, or, or connected with the stress kind of. Uh, but it got so much clearer and I realized I wanted to help my patients and especially the uh, business leaders, because when they come, I realized that when they came to me, they never, uh, they never came because they were stressed out because that's not, that's a no, no to say you're not yeah. uh, as a business leader, you're not allowed to be weak. And when I get them into the room, and close the door and we are safe and they feel that I am safe to talk to, all of a sudden these things come out that they are scared. They are scared to get heart disease or they are scared to be seen as lunatics because, because they are so stressed out. So that's when I realized that if I help this group and they uh, become their best self in their businesses, it's going to dribble down to all the people in that uh, and also to the families and all. Of, so it, the ripple effects would be so much 
higher than if I started to work with those at the bottom of the businesses, because yeah. these kind of things never ripple up. No, no, they don't. And and, and I think uh, I talk a lot about kindness, you know, that an act of kindness, a ripple effect can help so many other people. Whereas if you're leading someone, if, if you are a leader, you must be well to lead well. And if you, if you don't make time Absolutely. for your wellness, if you don't make time for your wellness, you'll be forced to make time for illness. It's one of my favourite quotes. And um, do you find once leaders uh, let it all go and be vulnerable, like you said, that they've got that mask on, that they won't admit something's wrong, but once they do, it's like the floodgates open? For some. Yeah. I mean, some people never let their guard go. So, I mean, you like we talked said before, they have to realise it themselves. Yeah. So it's... and. Um, and that's what I, that's what I aim to do with people who come to me now as a business because I, when I'm working with business people, I'm not their doctor. They need to go to their doctor if they need a doctor. I'm their mentor for living a healthier life. Yeah, and and, and that depends on what's going on in their life where the where that breaking point is i mean it could be something in the business and can be something in their private life but it still affects all the big thing scene yeah yeah for sure so we've already obviously mentioned a few and they're quite simple obviously looking after yourself nutrition moving your body and that doesn't mean like an hour workout simply a walk is amazing getting enough sleep what are some other ways because i know so many people are out there and and you've only got to look at the stats that stress and anxiety are at an all-time high after the last two years that everybody's been through what are some other ways when the ones we've just mentioned there that you know people can maybe control their stress levels or really can't take control of them? Well, as one thing that I learned and that I've been really thinking about in my life is that we have to, there are two different stress management um, ways we need to control. And one is in the moment, you know, Right now, somebody is coming in with the one more paper and I and do this and I just can't take it because my list is already over full. Uh, so that's in the now. And when you are in the now, then you have the take a deep breath, um, stand up, walk, walk around your desk, jump up and down, you know, all those little things you can do, stretch, whatever. And um, you can take a mini meditation that I, I, you, I close my eyes and I just slowly say release because I learned it as release. You can say any word that's positive. Uh, and those, those are three. I mean, you can do just about anything that takes you off the thought for a moment because you can only have one thought at a moment at, at, at a time in your brain that's really active. And um, if you think about the breathing or the moving around or whatever, the problem will kind of come a little bit back in your head and you it will be clearer to you to see how am I going to tackle this? Yeah. The, uh, what am I going to do with that paper that somebody came in with? Is, is it, am I going to put it in my pile or am I going to say, you got to do it yourself or whatever? So... Yeah. 
that those are the in the moments and they will not take stress away from you. They will just help you survive right here and now. So the big thing for me that I realized is that, first of all, you have to have the energy to do something about your life. And there comes the eating, sleeping and, and physical activity. That's where you get the energy. You can't buy energy. You just have to fix it yourself. <laughs> and, and, um, and then the, the, so mindset, you, you, the, 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 the here and now I can do, I want to do something about it, get the energy. And then you have to fix your life so that those moments come less often. And that's the real work. That's the big work for stress management. What do I need to change? And you, and we have, uh, I work with the wheel of life. And I mean, they can, there are tons of different wheel of lives. It doesn't really matter. The big thing is that you look at all the parts in your life and see, this is where I actually get the most stressful moments. This is where I'm going to change first. This is what I'm going to change first and take small steps on, on those. And it differs from person to person. I mean, some people need to do with this and someone needs to do with that. Yeah. So that's the real work. And that's a, a lifelong work because stress is going to be there until you die because it's part of your biology. Yeah, and I, I love that, like that stress is not a mental illness, but it's part of biology, part of your natural biology. Um, I really like that. Do you want to explain that a little bit more? Because it, I was reading that and it really, it really struck me. I, I'm fascinated by that. <clears throat> well, uh, stress is a biological reaction when you can't cope, when there is more than you, <clears throat> than you can take for the moment. Uh, and that's just because we are biology, we have limits. Everyone have limits. Some have tighter and some have wider limits, but everyone has limits. And if we... <clears throat> If we get outside the limit of what we can take, it can be a pile of things. I mean, a to-do list that is extremely uh, loaded. It can also be one simple one thing that is too hard for us. You don't, you have nothing else on your on your list, just one thing, but you can't do it because you don't have the means. You don't have. It, it, you just feel it's too hard. And the same stress system starts whichever it is. And uh, so, and that stress system was given to us 200,000 years ago. And I mean, it hasn't changed and it's not going to change in another, at least not in my lifetime. <laughs> if it hasn't changed in 200,000 years, I mean, how can you think that it's going to change now? It's not, yeah. but the world around us has changed tremendously. So we have to kind of do things in another way than we were really uh, made for. And that's, that's, the, that's the touch point where <laughs> when we can't cope, it's, it's, it feels like we are going mad, but it's just part of the biology we were given and yeah. has nothing to do with my mental illness. Mental illnesses 
there are a few specific mental illnesses, but stress is not one of them. If you are stressed too long, you can get into depression. And, you know, light depression is more of also part of not coping. And then when you get into a really deeper depression, then you have changes in your brain that is that you need to fix with medication or other methods. Yeah. yeah. And then you have uh, then you have produced mental illness uh, by way too much of the stress. But the ordinary stress, that's just part of what we are. Yeah. And, and really, when it when it comes down to it, it's it, it's finding ways to take little steps to achieve yeah. that thing that's stressing you out, isn't it? I think too often when you know, and you would have seen this, people do a, a New Year's re- resolution and it's it's too big, it's too hard and they fail or they set a goal that's not realistic. They need to do smaller steps to get there. Essentially, it's the same thing with stress, isn't it? That you take small steps, lots of small steps will eventually help you overcome that. Yeah. Uh, There are two ways, really basic ways to lower your stress hormones. I mean, when you, when, when the problem is harder than you can take, then your stress hormones go up. There are two basic ways to lower your stress hormones again. The first one and the most basic one and the most important one is to take breaks let your brain be free for a moment. And if you are in the beginning of a stress period, you can take short breaks, like five minutes, just walk around your desk, just very short things. If you, it's been going on for a while, maybe you need five hours or five days. And when you start to, when you work, overwork yourself for too long, you need five weeks or five months and or five years as those that have really hit the wall, stress wall, totally. And most of them never come back to the life they had. They come back to good lives, but not the one that they had. Yeah. And that's probably a good thing because the life that they had brought it wasn't them into serving stress. So, so they don't... <laughs> But it, but it's a, a lot of um, yeah um, disease ease over in in that part. So you don't want to go there. The other way you can lower your stress hormones is by accepting the situation as it is. If you say to yourself, uh, "Okay, I don't like this, but I." except it's like this for now and I will change it later, but I'm just going to go on doing what I'm doing and it's okay. I will be a little bit late, but that's okay. If you say that your stress hormone levels will go down and you will be more effective and you will do things. And that's this is the second way to do it and uh, the next best, so to speak. And there are, of course, things that you you can't change afterwards. You just have to accept them. And the corona has been one of those things. I mean, it's been there. You can do nothing about it. So you just have to accept this is how it is. How can I do my best to work around it? So you have to take breaks and, and accept the situations. Those are the two big things. I think uh, that's probably... 
if if people were wanting to take away, you know, the one key gold nugget or something from today's chat, I think that would be it for, for me personally, Annika, mm-hmm. that you ne- acceptance, isn't it? Because if you don't accept something, it's going to control you. When you can't control <laughs> it, it, it's you're, you're fighting a losing battle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You are the only loser in, in yeah, that Yeah, correct. Yeah. And... Um, <clears throat> But also, this is so hard uh, to, I mean, it sounds, like I said to begin with, it sounds easy. It is easy. It's basic. It's very simple in the layout, in a sense. The problem is that we have a way of life today that is kind of counterintuitive for what we do, uh, for how we really function. So it puts us on the wrong track all the time and we have to get back on the right track by mindset we have to think to do it and i think that's the big challenge yeah and i I think with what you're saying there that it it does it does sound easy but anything in life that you know is rewarding isn't easy you know like yeah, eating mm-hmm. healthy, exercising every day, learning a new language, learning a new skill. You don't just, it's not easily done. You need to put the work in. And that's exactly what you're saying around everything we've spoken about today. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's, um, but it's the, when you, when I help people and they actually come to the, to the right side, so to speak. <laughs> I mean, when they realize everyone says that the life is so much better. Yes, they had to struggle to get there, but the life, they feel better. They they have more fun. They Things go more easy. They don't have to redo things. They don't get in conflict with people. All those things that is about, it's all about mindset. So it, when they get there, life gets so much easier. Yeah, and that's for the rest of your life if you just keep it up. Yeah, and I think the word I love you said there is fun. You know, life life needs to be fun, and it should be fun. And I suppose if you're not having fun, then you know something probably needs to change. Because at the end of the day, that's not anybody else's fault. A lot of the time, that's probably something you're doing to yourself. And you, you've just said that, haven't you? Yeah, and like I started with, I got help. Yeah. when I was in that situation. And I think that is a basic thing that people don't understand that it's so much easier when you ask for help. Yeah, And the help can come from a friend or a mentor or the healthcare, if, if that's it. So it's from all different, from your boss, from, from higher up in your organization or from someone on the bottom floor in the organization can be someone who is going to help you if you yeah. if you if you talk about it and and i think that's the big thing that you talk about it that you don't bottle it up because essentially anything you bottle up it's just going to come get worse and worse and worse and eventually explode um and that's when you have real trouble so um i know that uh, people are listening and they're like oh, 
I, I want more of this. You, you've got a great giveaway today, a free giveaway. Now, listen up. This is amazing. In the in the show notes, remember, guys, it's episode number 254. There's a link there. But, Anika, do you want to explain what you're so generously giving to everybody today? Well, if you go to my website and you have that askdranica.com, I at the top of it, I have a... a what do you call a starter kit for your de-stress journey? So where you can start this process that we've been talking about today, about um, setting your mind for that you really want to do this and those simple things you can do in the beginning and then the next step about the energy and then taking care of your life. So you have the starter kit so you can start the process. And like I said before, it's lifelong. So just keep up the good work when you have started and small steps will be make big differences in the long run that's exactly right small steps equal big steps don't they and um so if you are listening i've got the link uh in the show notes so go to episode number 254 grab those click it out and check out all the other amazing stuff particularly fantastic book that annika's got as well and i'm sure you'll see all that on your website now annika before i let you go Thank you. Uh, I feel people learn and they and they open up more when people are honest and vulnerable. And um, you, you sharing your story today, I, I know it can't be easy, um, but by doing that, you allow other people to, you know, develop or overcome things that they're going through in their life. So I really appreciate you sharing that today. And I know my audience will as well. So thank you very much for that. Thank you very much for Letting me share it took me <laughs> many years to start sharing my story about my own life, but now I feel it's helping people. So it's so much better to do it. It, it is. And, and do you find that each time you share it as well, it does help you as well? Is Because I know a lot of people I talk to, they, they say that, or, or do you still find it hard? It's, it's, I think it will always get to you a little bit every yeah. time you talk about it because it's, it is a big part of my heart and it will always be. But it's, I, I mean, I don't sit and cry for her now. I cried a lot before, but it's, and I don't feel sorry for me because this is how my life went on and I have had a very good life with my three daughters that I have today. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just think that it's so, when you just said you, it helps other people, and I think that's that's the beauty of it, that, uh, you know, and like what you're saying, the ripple effect, you don't know who's listening today, who needed to hear that. Um, so yeah. if you are listening to this episode and, and you might know somebody that's going through a tough time, please share this episode with them. Episode 254, go and check out Annika's amazing free offer, which is so kind of her. Um, and yeah, thank you, Annika, so much for being on the show. Really appreciate it. Thank you.